Good to see everyone. I'll make a couple uh, opening statements in regards to the game on Saturday and then uh, uh, look forward to uh, uh, this weekend's opponent in the quarterfinal game. Uh, Nichols was a really well-coached football team and came in here and played extremely hard. We saw that on film. Uh, you know, Those couple things right there are probably the reason why they won the Southland League. And uh, I think their coach has, has those kids. They, they don't do a lot, but what they do, they do really well. And they got a good quarterback. They got weapons on offense. Uh, defensively, they, they, they played cover one and cover four all day long. Very little pressure. But they were going to make sure they tried to keep the ball in front of us and make us have to earn every yard we got, and they did. And uh, uh, it was a good football game, and it was a good reminder for our players that we got to show up and be ready to play every day. And we just can't roll our helmets out there and, and think we can show up and win because uh, that, that doesn't happen, especially at this point in the playoffs. Everyone's a good football team. Um, you know, so a couple of thoughts uh, offensively. Uh, you know, we had some penalties and critical downs. Uh, we had a fourth and one or a, uh, a fourth and one uh, that turned into a touchdown. They got called back because of a holding call. Uh, again, we, we weren't great on third downs during the course of the day as well. Uh, so those two areas, red zone and third downs, we've got to become better. Um, and, and then just a slow start overall. We, we've been uh, late in the season, late in the regular season. I thought we'd been starting quickly on offense. Uh, we, we'd had a number of touchdowns scored on the first drive, and this was one of those games we had a great first play and we just didn't have any complimentary plays after it. And uh, I know our kids from talking to our captains this morning, uh, they're fully aware of some of the things that we can continue to do or, or do better. Uh, defensively, got to be better against the run. Uh, again, not taking anything away from Nichols, but we just need to continue to improve in that phase. And then defending the 50-50 balls. Uh, it was kind of a, a tale of two halves. Uh, uh, Dixon caught two early. And then we were able to force a, a couple of throws off the back foot uh, late in the game and get a couple picks when they were trying to you know, go right back to the 50-50 ball. So um, got to continue to be more consistent. And then lastly, you know, we probably lost at some point about 70 yards in the return game uh, because of penalties. Uh, now one of them uh, I completely agree with, and the other one uh, I'm going to chalk up to just people don't, haven't seen us play enough and, and don't know how physical we are. So, um, you know, but that's part of the, part of the game. That's human element to, to the to the guys in stripes and so uh, nothing lost but uh, we need to do a better job in that phase Trevor Height's doing a great job uh, of, of getting yards and and positive return big returns for us so uh, we, we, we can clean that area up as well um, Illinois State uh, coming to town again a familiar opponent uh, very good uh, familiar opponent they've won 10 games and anytime you, you play anyone with double digit wins uh, they, they alert you and, and, and uh, make you have to prepare and on both sides of the football Solid, solid offensive line. Uh, they got a running back that uh, is as good as any that's out there. Uh, and they have a quarterback that is managing the football game. Uh, he's not turning the ball over. Uh, he's probably taking what defenses give him. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's doing an excellent job. They haven't, uh, they haven't turned it over or given up the ball uh, to many of their opponents. Uh, on defense, they have a couple names. Uh, uh, you know, the, the big D tackle, number 99, uh, John Ridgway. Uh, all, you know, was a hand hands full the first time we played him, and I'm sure they'll be full again. Uh, McKnight, the defensive end they have, number eight, excellent football player. Um, I believe he's an all-conference player. DeForest, number 50, the linebacker, all over the place. You can see that he's the communicator uh, of the bunch. And then both their safeties are excellent football players as well. So, you know, and and 
it, it's not a surprise that a, a Brock Spack coach team is going to be really good on defense. Uh, coach Spack's been involved in the defensive side of the football for years, and uh, I anticipate they're going to come in here ready to play. Um, uh, I wouldn't anticipate anything else. Uh, I'm sure they're excited. They're confident right now. Uh, they've had a couple big wins back-to-back, and uh, opportunity to come play the Bison, I'm sure they'll, they'll be ready for us. And we got to have a, a great practice, talk to the captains today, uh, and those practices need to start today. Uh, we need to refocus ourselves, worry just about ourselves, and do everything we can to put ourselves in the best position to win a game on Saturday. Uh, with that, I'll, I'll open it up to questions. You guys went to their place and, and really smacked them, especially the way the final score you know, ended up being. How do you just remove that from the conversation this week? Not talking about it. Uh, and uh, just, just showing them film of, of uh, uh, James Robinson running over everybody he's played since that game, too. So, uh, you know, people uh, talk uh, a lot about his 500 yards he's had in the last two games. But uh, uh, I go back through the end of the uh, conference year, I see a lot of 190, 180 yards in a game as well. It's not as if he's just sprung onto the scene. Uh, he, he's been a pretty good back throughout his entire career. You talked about not starting fast in the first playoff game. A younger team, do you think this is maybe the first time this season the youth maybe showed up a little bit? Game 13, I don't know if I want to even use the word youth anymore. Uh, we, we have a year of practice, a year of games under our belt. Uh, I, I just don't know if we were as focused as we needed to be. And what changes the second time around from the point you saw October 5th to what you're going to see on Saturday? Well, I think uh, – October 5th, first game in the conference, fifth game of the year for both of us. Both of us had a bye week leading into that game. Uh, so uh, we're going to get, get game plans in a little bit quicker this, this time around. Uh, we are who we are. Now there'll be subtle changes. I don't think we're going to necessarily just dial up everything that looked exactly the same as we did a year ago. Uh, they're going to make adjustments to what was successful. We're going to make adjustments to, to what they've shown and what they've been successful at over the course of time. Um, but. It's still going to come down to fundamentals, getting off of blocks, executing blocks, making the catches, yards after contact, keeping the cup, you know, not letting him have explosive plays. Uh, it, when I say him, James Robinson. And then, you know, the, I, I'm sure the complimentary play is going to be play action and, and, and getting it back to Andrew Edgar, uh, one of their top wide receivers who's back now who did not play against us in October. How, where is Jake Reynolds from a health perspective, and where would you view your kicking competition between Krosa and Reynolds if you had them both available? Well, Krosa will be back at practice today. Uh, Jake had uh, kicked a, a actual football a few times last week. Otherwise, he'd only been kicking a Nerf ball up to this point. So this week he is going to be allowed to start kicking some football. So we're just going to start with PATs, and, and that's all we can do. And uh, uh, you know, I don't know how much of a uh, of a competition it's going to be, but we are going to chart everything this week, and uh, maybe it'll be a little competition between them. But at the end of the day, we got to get the guy out there that can make kicks for us. Anything new? Uh, Phoenix Sproles left the game on Saturday. Uh, the Garrett Wallstrom, I think, Hobbler. Anything new injury-wise on those two guys? Nothing new right now. I think uh, if we were to play a game, I think both of them would be ready to go. Uh, I think, Garrett, you're just seeing the uh, fifth-year uh, bangs and bruises that keep adding up uh, on a fullback at NDSU. Uh, that's part of the, the position that he plays. From what you've seen, has Illinois State done some things to get Robinson the ball in different positions, especially the last couple of weeks? Uh, not necessarily. They'll do a little wildcat with him, uh, where he's kind of the quarterback, and uh, and Jefferson's aligned out as a receiver. But for the most part, it's uh, uh, quarterback under center. We're going to turn around and hand it off to him, and uh, you you, you kind of know what they're going to run. You just have to be able to stop it. Would you suspect he's going to get 
40 carries? Is that, is that what you're... I, I would think... I, I, would, I would anticipate he would. Uh, you know, at this time, uh, he's one of the best backs out there. Uh, they've rode him this long. He might as well, you know, see how far he can get you. How important is offensive start? Because if you get up 10 or 14, they're in a position where maybe they can't hand him the ball on every play. Something we're definitely going to talk about today and uh, how the team can help each other be successful on Saturday, where third down conversions, keeping number 25 off the field, uh, you know, and third down stops and getting the ball back quickly to our offense can help minimize the effect of, of the top players. And if we can win the time of possession, then we have a great opportunity of winning the game. Four-game rules still apply in the playoffs for you? Yep, yep. It's, uh, it, it's normal rule. Uh, I think a year ago, uh, I think uh, you know Logan McCormick, we redshirted. He had four games regular season, so we dressed Tony Pierce for the national championship game uh, just because we couldn't use him for another one. So four games as is. Braylon Anderson have two left? I, uh, well, might be just one. Okay. Yep. So, I mean, a guy like Henderson, even if wide receivers were hurt, you would still keep him the four games? Yeah, we would keep him the four games. Yeah, we still have uh, we have some other options that we can still utilize that receiver. And then I thought this last weekend, you know, uh, a guy like Andy Voyan did some nice things for us as well, coming in and and uh, you know, Andy's had a couple catches this year, but did a great job of blocking uh, and and being able to fill in some roles for us. Where's Derek in that conversation? Uh, he's not in the conversation right now. He he needs to just continue to learn the playbook and and, and take care of his academics. Is there a position group you're most uh, Looking forward to improving here in this game. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll put my finger on one position. I, we all need to improve. Uh, coaches, players, everybody. We got to get better this week. Uh, we're getting down to you know we said it a week ago. You're one and done at this time of the year. So uh, we we need to get to practice and, and have spirited practice. Have a sense of urgency. Uh, and I think our kids will. They, they, I, I don't think they were. The locker room was excited about the win. I don't know if they were uh, as satisfied as they would have liked to have been. Is it an advantage to play a team that you know pretty well, or is it a disadvantage? Nichols, you hadn't played before. Illinois State, you know pretty well. Oh, I think part of it, I, I think you could look at it either way. I think the advantage is our kids have great respect for them. Uh, they, they know that uh, they're a good football team. Uh, we, we've, you know, I know a year ago they came in here and it was, you know, 28-14 and James Robinson had a, had a great second half against us. Uh, earlier in the year we got up early. We took them a little bit out of their game plan. Uh, they, were, they were minus a few wide receivers. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be a different set of circumstances. You know, we got to be a faceless opponent. It was my message after the game. It doesn't matter what they look like, who they are, what color they're wearing. The only people I worry about is, is the guys wearing green and gold. Trey, Trey Lance, finalist for the or the best player to ever guess. For a freshman to come in and be at least in that conversation of the year he had, just to kind of describe what the year he's had and him being able to be in the conversation for something. Well, I think it's a credit to, to not only him, but also a lot of the players that are around him. Uh, a lot of the success could be attributed to the coaches, to, to Trey, just being being able to continue to develop uh, over the year. And, uh, you know, game one through 13, he, he's a, he's a, a different quarterback than he was early. Early we tried to keep things relatively simple, uh, kept the reads easy for him, and, and now uh, you know we can give him the full gamut of the playbook. But uh, also it's a credit to the offensive line. Uh, you know He's been sacked 10 times. He's had time back there in the pocket to make decisions, to throw the ball away when he needs to. That's probably some of the things that's most impressive for a young quarterback is, is the composure he has. Uh, he has yet to really get rattled in a game where all of a sudden there's, you know, 
know, there's been bad decisions or maybe misreads, but there hasn't been uh, a series of them ever. And, uh, you know, he, he, he has uh, a, a great moxie to himself, great composure. Uh, he was downstairs uh, in the meeting rooms for, I, I bet, two, three hours today, making sure he was getting ready. He, he is the most critical one of his play than anyone. And uh, he was up in the office yesterday saying, Coach, I'll be ready to go this weekend. And so I appreciate his work ethic. Um, and I think another person you need to probably – I need to make comment to is Easton Stick. Uh, the things that he learned from him over the course of the year that they got to spend together here at NDSU. Kobe and Bussy in the, in the playbook, in the play game plan this week? Uh, Bussy's not yet. Uh, uh, medically has not been cleared from the broken uh, finger. Uh, uh, hopefully Kobe will be, and uh, I know he's going to be out being active today, so uh, we just need to take it day by day. But that would be a great addition to have at this time of the year. Does Karch have a chance, and, and how did you feel like your younger defensive tackles played on Saturday? You're talking about Cole? Yeah. He does. he played about five, six snaps on Saturday. Okay. So he was out there, uh, and I think that was perfect. We needed to get him out there. He looked like he had some twitch to him, had some snap, and so uh, hopefully we can continue to kind of keep working him in there. Uh, we, you know. Young D lineman, uh, Matt Beagler and and uh, and, and uh, Lane Tucker. At the end of the year, we we got to be ready to go. Uh, there's no holding anyone back now. Uh, like I said before, one and done. Uh, we we can rest when we're when it's over. Now, when you got hired, you wanted to surround yourself with good people. Your coordinators have been named to the AFCA 35 under 35 uh, Coaches Leadership Institute. Can you speak about what they've meant to you this year, uh, Tyler and, and David. Well, one. It, I saw it, and I go, man, I'm that old already. <laughs> I barely missed it. I think I just turned 30, 36, just a little bit beyond the, the submit date for that deal. Uh, you know, those guys are have been unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable, you know, two new coordinators. Uh, Dave's been a coordinator before, but at our level, uh, they've both been very – mature about it, uh, very, very thorough. That was probably the thing that uh, uh, I was most impressed with. I mean, they, they have not let a, a stone go unturned. Uh, uh, they, they put in a lot of long hours, uh, them and their staff. I think it also is probably a lot of credit to uh, the people that surround them up there in the offensive and defensive staff room. Uh, but, you know, they've done a great job. And it, so is the, the, the entire staff. Uh, you, you can look up and down our, our uh, our staff, and, and I think we got one of the best ones, if not the best one, uh, in Division One football. What's it like for these coaches who have never gone through a playoff run? What, what do you see in them? Well, I, I think they're, you know, uh, a, a lot of them have, have had maybe not a playoff run here at NDSU, but have had some experience. Uh, Noah Pauly, you know, won a couple national championships as a player, uh, so he saw it from a different view. Um, but I think uh, it's exciting. Uh, I, I think it's uh, – that's part of the. That was part of the desire for those guys to want to be here. Is is our tradition and the success we've had over the course of the year. And uh, I know personally, when I arrived here in 2014, uh, my greatest motivator was not screwing anything up. And I'm sure they won't admit it, but in the back of their mind, they too have the same mentality right now: is we're going to do everything we can not to mess this up. You're playing an Illinois State team that on defense is. They've got a lot of picks on the year, 19 of them. Uh, just how much respect have you got for them on that side of the ball? They've done a great job. Coach Spack yearly, annually, has a great defense, does an outstanding job. Uh, they're going to sit back in their two high quarters defense primarily. Uh, the majority of the time, they, they do bring some pressure. They'll bring four to a side. Uh, could be from the boundary to the field. Uh, that'll be the uh, – 
the piece that we really got to work on this week is being able to pick up those pressures, uh, and hopefully we can make them pay for, for wanting to bring uh, extra pressure. And, and But we got to give Trey the, the tools uh, and the answers for those situations as well. Uh, again, we don't need to force anything. We need to take what the defense gives us and, and just keep moving the chains. How much does familiarity help with that? Uh, you know, th there's going to be wrinkles, and, and so it, it helps. We understand what, how they, their base defense, like I just mentioned, offensively, uh, but there'll be some little things in there that, uh, uh, just like last week, us throwing the reverse in there, uh, a wrinkle uh, for the playoffs and something that we could prepare for and, and, and trying to attack all four corners of the field offensively. Uh, so w we got to make sure that we have answers for the what-ifs out there, especially on the defensive side. What makes Robinson's game work so well, especially? Big physical. Fast, great speed, breaks tackles, bounces the ball outside, uh, can get you circled on defense, um, and uh, you know, and great vision. I think he has really good patience on some of their outside zone, uh, where all of a sudden he just stretches, 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 and then tries to puncture it right downhill, and uh, all before you know it, he's on top of a safety.